Hello everyone and welcome to Personalities at Kerry, episode number 65. Today, we are chatting with Kelly Smith. Kelly is a double devil and she has a background in finance and marketing. But here she is concentrating in business analytics. She interned at Citibank over the summer of 2018. And to get to know her better, let's have a conversation with Kelly Smith. Welcome everyone to Personalities at Kerry. We are on episode 65 and today we are having a chat with Kelly Smith. Hi Kelly, say hi to our listeners. Hi. Nice. <laughs> uh so Kelly tell me a little bit about yourself. What uh what's your background? What brings you to the WP Kerry MBA and what were you doing before coming in? Sure. So I'm a Scottsdale native. Mm-hmm. Uh so I've been in Arizona my whole life and prior to joining the MBA program, I worked at the Vanguard Group in Scottsdale. Um, I held a couple different pro- uh, positions there over the past four years before starting the MBA program. Uh, quite frankly, I wasn't very good at any of them, so I decided to <laughs> try going back to school um, to get my MBA with the goal of going into human resources. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, human resources in any of the you know fields, or specifically yeah. in? I was looking finance. like I was looking anywhere but the only places I was getting interviews was for financial services organizations which makes sense so I was like thanks and that's where I ended up okay so what's your undergrad in both finance and marketing i double majored okay yeah. and this is at ASU yeah i was okay. at ASU so you're a double double nice that's what i've heard <laughs> all right so uh is your family also in Arizona? Yeah, so my immediate family is in Arizona, my dad and uh my two younger brothers and my mom. My youngest brother actually is a sophomore at Vista. Mm-hmm. Um he lives at Vista, so my favorite thing in the world is to like run into him. Like I'll sometimes see him outside of the SDFC loitering <laughs> as one does and I just I love like running into him. <laughs> It's so fun cuz he's like way younger than me, so I never mm-hmm. got to go to school with him. Um but now I do and he's stuck with me for the remainder of the year. I'm going to maximize the opportunities to embarrass him. Good. <laughs> and is your goal to get out of Arizona or do you want to stay here? What's Um I will be leaving Arizona. I will be going to uh New York City in August to work mm-hmm. for City um in a human resources rotational program, but I'm kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Like I'm excited, but I'm kind of sad cuz I'm going to miss my family and my friends here, but I guess I should like try to leave Arizona at some point in my life so it's it's a good opportunity to do that. Okay. Uh so when you came to the WP Carey MBA did you have certain expectations of what you're going to learn here what changes are going to happen to you in terms of personal growth and all? Um I honestly just I guess I didn't really have expectations. I just I was really excited to learn because in undergrad I really struggled as I said with the with the finance material and it just felt like a constant struggle to even get through some of my classes because it was just really not my thing. Um so coming back I just really wanted to take the schoolwork seriously and really do my best to learn. Um honestly I was just kind of scared I wouldn't make any friends and that I would be like a loser sitting by myself Why? at the vine every day <laughs> I can can so, imagine that that would be a bad thing to happen to anyone <laughs> so I'm just happy that I have made friends and um that I think that's been the most rewarding part it's just getting to know everyone from mm-hmm. so many different backgrounds it's been really cool mm-hmm. 
anything uh, in the MBA in terms of uh, curriculum or career services, um, the clubs that we have and the events that we have, anything that has exceeded your expectation? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think the clubs across the board have been phenomenal. Um, obviously, I'm very heavily biased towards the Women's Leadership Association, which um, I'm currently the president of, and we'll soon pass that off to Denise Napolitano the first year. So excited for that. But um, I just like seeing some of the things that, that our class has come up with, um, especially like standout MBA in a lot of the sessions they've had. It's just not something that I saw in undergrad at ASU um, or I've really heard about happening at other schools. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really impressed with our class. And even like this podcast, like that's so cool. Like nobody else <laughs> is doing something like this. So I'm just really proud of everyone. Nice. Um so what, what in terms of the Women's Leadership Association has happened in the last year? Like any, any highlights that you can talk, talk about? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think our club with um, a big thanks to the other VPs who are involved. So Michelle and Karen, and then our first year reps, um, Abby Rudd and Denise, who I previously mentioned. Um, they've just done an awesome job of planning great events and a wide variety of different events. And... I think we've had four events each quarter um, since the beginning of the year or something like that. Whereas last year, um, I was the first year representative and we just really didn't have the opportunity to do a lot. And I Mm -hmm. think that's because WLA is a newer club. Um, So I think my favorite event was a diversity panel that we had um, in partnership with Standout in Q2 Mm -hmm. last quarter. Um, So we brought in three experts from human resources fields or just diversity fields in general to talk about how to promote diversity in the workplace from the perspective of being a woman in business or a person of color or an LGBTQ Mm -hmm. person. Um, And that I just, it was a really, really great session and it definitely exceeded my expectations. And I got great feedback too, which was reassuring that people enjoyed it. Right. Yeah. So you did talk a little bit about um, how your background was in sales and marketing. And finance, sorry. Uh-huh. Um, so when you came to the WPK MB, what were the concentrations you were looking for? I knew for sure I wanted to do business analytics. Mm-hmm. And I also, once they introduced the global, um, what, what's it called? The, Not specialization. The What's the smaller one called? <laughs> the global economic or something? Yeah. It's like, oh, specialization is the specialization. smaller one. Okay. Yes. So I was going to do the global specialization mm-hmm. as well, but... Peru got canceled. Okay. And I also decided I didn't want to go anyways. So <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> right. So you're, you're focusing on business analytics and uh, kind of getting through all the courses yep, for the Yeah, just BA for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, so tell me a little bit about your favorite course in BA that you've taken so far. Definitely uh, decision modeling mm-hmm. with buyers mm-hmm. in Q4. It absolutely kicked my butt, but mm-hmm. I... I seriously learned so much in that class. It took me probably four times as long as anybody else to get through the homework, which mm-hmm. Caitlin Styers can attest to because she was <laughs> on the team with me. Um, but I, I really learned so much, not just about like decision modeling concepts, but also Excel, which really helped me in my internship over mm-hmm. the summer. So you did uh, want to talk about a little bit about your process of getting the internship last year? Yeah. What was your strategy and what how it actually turned out? Sure. Um, so I got my internship through the Forte job portal. Mm-hmm. I did not have the opportunity to go to the Forte conference because I applied for the MBA program in round four. Um, 
So I was just searching only for human resources internships. Once I realized people outside of financial services didn't want to talk to me, I just started talking to the financial services organizations, so like B of A, City, etc., um, for HR opportunities at those firms, and a few of them got back to me. So mm-hmm. I ended up going with City, and I'm really happy I did. Mm. And what was your uh, particular role at the internship, maybe the project that you worked on? Sure. Um, so it was a human resources internship, but I was aligned to the corporate and investment bank of City. So I worked um, on a small team. We sat with all of the investment bankers, and I was basically their human resources generalist. So my specific project over the summer was to do an overhaul of all the job titles and job descriptions in the global corporate and investment bank. So basically taking like 3,000 plus like outdated or you know, underutilized job titles that didn't need to be around anymore and consolidating them to around 30. It also wow. wasn't 3,000. It was 300. I, okay. I made that up. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's... <laughs> no, it was 300. That so many job <laughs> positions. It's just yeah. trying to be really impressive. Yeah. Okay. But it was only 300. All right. Uh, and that took you the entire uh, summer, right? So 300 to 30. Yeah, it did. So it involved talking as well to all the different regions of HR. So getting on conference calls with like APAC, Latin America, um, and all the different regions. To In like every country and every region, based on like cultural norms and things like that, has different titles for their employees for different roles. So I had to figure out a way to make everyone happy with the roles that I was choosing and proposing um, and being mindful of like cultural differences and things like that too. So it, it was a lot of work and it was really hard, but I learned a lot mm. and it was great. So a lot of people that I've talked to, nobody has ever said that they had an internship in like a human resources role. So is there something that you can kind of uh, give us a plug for why you should be doing human resources, especially coming to a school that has supply chain and things that people don't really teach us HR over here at WBKs, how difficult was it to get that role? Or um, I think it's it's really difficult, especially one thing I learned from my summer internship was that, at least for the program I was hired into, um, they rely really heavily on target schools mm-hmm. that they typically recruit from. So ASU is not even mm-hmm. on their radar for HR at all, which yeah. makes sense because we don't even really have classes for it here. Um, so I really had to just sell myself as much as I could in my cover letters or when I did actually get an interview explaining how my experience in leadership and finance was related to HR. Mm-hmm. So I guess my, my advice would be, at least for me, like relying on my specific people leadership competencies really helped me get the interview because I had to manage teams in my old job of like, anywhere between 25 to 50 people. And it was just insane. It was literally more HR (laughs) issues than anything functional. Um, So I relied on that personally, but I'm not going to lie. It was really hard and I had to really position myself um, creatively to get people to pay attention to me. I also, that's like, um, like I said earlier, why focus specifically on financial services? Because I knew they would see my old company's name and mm-hmm. it would catch their eye and they'd be more interested in me. And then they would love me once they met me. <laughs> Definitely. So, yes. We all do. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> all right. So I just want to congratulate you for converting your internship into a full-time offer. And I'm happy that you're going to New York and getting out of Arizona to Thanks. experience new things. Come visit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We can watch 90 Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right, so I'll talk to you a little bit about your personal likes and dislikes. Um, let's start with uh, what you do when you have some leisure time. What are your hobbies? I love hanging out with my cats. Mm-hmm. Um, just even like sitting on my floor with them and just watching them walk around makes me really happy. Um, I also love reading leisurely, which I did not have time for at all last year, but I do this year. So how many cats do you have? I have two cats. Okay. But in my heart, yeah, I yeah. have an infinite number. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could adopt all the cats in the world, you would do that? I would, but my boyfriend would break up with me and Luke, my roommate, would move out and yeah. move back to Wisconsin and leave me forever. <laughs> Uh, so you're going to transport uh, with the cats with you to uh, New York, right? Yes, they'll yeah. be coming with me to become New York kitties, mm-hmm. if you will. <laughs> they'll have to learn a new, whole new way of life. I know. Yeah. I'm so excited for them because they'll be like cool city cats. So people can walk by my apartment mm-hmm. and both of my cats will be looking out of the window. Mm-hmm. And people will like remember my cats for that reason. Because I know I met cats like that this summer. Like mm-hmm. I'd walk by people's houses and I'm like, oh, there's that cat. Because if you're a cat person, you're always looking for cats. Mm. And I I foresee someone doing that with my cats. So I'm really excited for them to get a little more exposure. <laughs> uh, do you watch movies? Do you have a favorite movie? I don't really like movies. Like, I don't like movies. I mean, That's it's just good. not my thing. <laughs> okay. It's, I mean... Because <sighs> the story's in? Is that why? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I, I think that I get like bored in the first hour like okay. I every time I go to um, the movie theater I end up falling asleep mm. I guess my favorite movie is Dumb and Dumber just because it's like nostalgic for me because I watched it a lot when I was younger but recently um, a group of us went to go see the RBG movie on the basis of sex and that was really mm. good and I didn't fall asleep in the theater mm. nowadays uh, theaters are also making it very easy to fall asleep because of the recliners because I'm so comfy <laughs> I have to, like, make myself uncomfortable in order to stay awake. And it's, I get too cozy and then I just fall asleep. What about a TV show? Do you have a favorite one? You know what show it it is. (laughs) 90 Day Fiance. Absolutely. I also love Vanderpump Rules. I love The Bachelor. I've been watching reruns of America's Next Top Model. Mm. Just really intellectual, you know, (laughs) material always is what I love to spend my free time doing. Oh, and RuPaul's Drag Race, for sure. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's a favorite. Do you keep thinking about these things even before going to sleep? Like, I won't go to sleep until I have fully caught up on <laughs> all the episodes. <laughs> what about uh, a favorite artist for like a genre of music that you like? Huh. Um, I love No Doubt. Mm-hmm. I also love Red Tank, which is my boyfriend's band because mm-hmm. I'm a groupie. Nice. <laughs> what it's- does he play? He plays guitar and he sings. Mm. It's a garage punk band. Mm. Um, it's really cool. I like going to the shows and just pushing people around, but I can't do that as much anymore because I'm older now. My bones are becoming <laughs> brittle. <laughs> Not you really. don't put yourself in the mosh pit anymore. <laughs> no, but I used to and it was so fun. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. Okay, do you read? Do you have a favorite book or an author or book series? Uh, I love reading. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I... Right now I'm reading, um, this. it's called A Serial Killer's Daughter. Mm. Um, it's by the daughter of BTK, mm-hmm. who was the serial killer in the 70s. And it's just about her life and when like her father got caught and he's in jail now forever because mm-hmm. um, he killed 10 people. And I really love true crime anything for that reason. I don't know if I have a favorite book. I love any like feminist literature or feminist 
nonfiction. Mm-hmm. That's like my favorite category. Okay. Uh, if you could meet a person in history that you'd like to have coffee with, get to know them better, chat, who would that person be and why? I would say RuPaul Charles, <laughs> who I have actually already met. And it was oh, nice. the best moment of my life. But if yeah. I could, I would just sit in a room with him for hours mm-hmm. and ask him everything in the world and ask for like a piece of his clothing. <laughs> so with this meeting that you've already had, was that just like saying hi or was it? It was at a meet and greet because okay. I'm just that, I'm like that, I'm that level of fangirl. I'll show you the picture. Um, it's, yeah, so it was like, I was in LA um, with Clipper, my boyfriend and my friend Jessica and I saw on Twitter that RuPaul was going to be at this like candy shop mm-hmm. question mark. I don't know. At, um, at Hollywood Boulevard. And so I texted my friend Jessica because Clipper didn't want to go, which I understand <laughs> why. And she picked me up and took me there and we waited in line for two hours. And I got to meet RuPaul and just say hi. But it was so much fun. And I was crying and freaking out like an idiot. But it was one of the best moments ever. How long did you have to wait in line? So it was like two hours from start to finish, mm. which honestly, to meet RuPaul, not bad. Um, <laughs> and the then <laughs> it was it was very bizarre because he was at this candy store selling this like RuPaul chocolate. Mm-hmm. And so the only um, requirement in order to meet him was not only, you know, outside of waiting in line was to buy one of his chocolate bars. Mm-hmm. It was expensive. It was like $7, mm-hmm. but it was really good. And I don't really like chocolates. So that's saying something. <laughs> RuPaul does everything right. I don't know how much of an input he had in like the chocolate, but we don't know. <laughs> as <laughs> well, long as we got to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should have asked him. I'll email him. Oh, and he retweeted me. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. Yeah. That was the best day of your life? Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe not my whole life, but it's up there for real. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have any pet peeves you can share with us? I don't like whistles. Mm. I don't like the sound of sports. Like mm-hmm. whistles in sports. Yeah. I think it's really aggressive. I think it's unnecessary. And I also don't like that NFL sound. I think it's the NFL. Where the it NFL was like, sound? Da 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 da. Oh, the, you know? okay. Before it just like, up. Okay. it's just like my parents are Steelers fans. So mm-hmm. they always, when I lived with them when I was a kid, it's just like all I would hear was like whistles, yelling, and then the da 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 da. And it just, <laughs> I was so over it. I just really just don't like it. The going, like, they yeah. should change it every once in a while, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. let's mix it up, please. <laughs> I agree. Right. Um, just coming back to what you are doing after graduation, so we know that you're going to Citibank. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about 10 years from now? What do you see yourself? Um, I would love to be back in Phoenix mm-hmm. 10 years from now. And what kind of a role or a company position? Um, just a senior level HR role would make me very happy. I want to grow within the HR field if I can. Um, but yeah, I want to come back to Phoenix, pop out a couple kids, call it a day. That's <laughs> <But> easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, I also want to work, but yeah. I want to come back to Phoenix yeah. to have a family. Right. Yeah, outside of my cats. Do you have any advice for the people who are looking to do their MBA, coming to WP Carry, anything that they should prepare themselves for the first year? Um, I think just in terms of what I wish I would have done differently, Mm -hmm. I wish I wouldn't have freaked out about every little thing. I was very stressed out constantly. Um, so I would say, just don't worry about it. Just, Mm. it'll be fine. Do your best. Just try your best. You get through it somehow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. And, uh, so you're the 
president of the women's leader association yes any things that are coming up in the next quarter or something you want to plug that or anything that you're passionate about in general that people should be doing yes yeah next quarter we're going to do a lot more social events because we've had mostly professional and academic events up to this point um i would encourage any first years who are male or female who are interested in having a female mentor to consider the mentorship program that Michelle has done an excellent job um starting up this past year um we'll have a speed networking night coming up um we haven't worked out all the details yet mm-hmm. but TBD um yeah okay that's a lot yeah in the it's, quarter yeah. i know it's kind of a lot and sometimes i'm like is it too much but then i'm like nah it's not nah. too much because everybody doesn't go to every event so they get to pick and choose exactly and i think it's important to be consistent so people don't forget mm-hmm. okay and once you're done how would you like others to remember you i would just i don't know mm-hmm. just to think that i'm like i want to be nice and helpful that's it i just want people to think i'm nice and think that i'm helpful mm. and yeah i don't know yeah you keep me in a simple yeah <laughs> you know like i don't i don't know I guess I should have listened to what other people said to get some ideas. <laughs> anyway, so this is kind of the end of the podcast. Uh if people want to get in touch with you about the WLA or just to get to know you, uh where should they find you on social media or if you want to give out your email address, you can do that. Um I will accept messages via LinkedIn, mm-hmm. but I will only accept predictive text messages. Mm. You know that fu- I'm kidding, but you know that function <laughs> where um when you start a message with someone it gives you the automatic yeah. i have um a conversation going with a friend of mine that's like 6 months long and it's only done with the predictive text messaging so, so how, how soon should you stop in the sentence like into three words or four words that you get the whole sentence i think type as little as possible so if you just put what get, and then you'll get something yeah. but you can might get the same thing over and over again So that won't be a good conversation to have. That's why it's funny. <laughs> okay. But for real, if someone really feels the need to reach out, my email is kssmith8 mm-hmm. at asu.edu. Right. Thanks, Kelly, for coming in today and doing this with us. It was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks to the listeners who are listening and being patient with Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> why? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> what did I do? I knew I should have listened to more of these before I came in here. ทุกคนที่ฟังอยู่ที่นี่ก็ขอบคุณมากๆ